Grayson Hart, uh, welcome to the Ruck Off Rugby podcast. Um, Very, how are you doing? Very good to be here, Sam. It's an honour to be on the, the <laughs> podcast with you and Mark. And uh, yeah, very, very cool to see you guys are doing some uh, good things in your spare time and uh, very happy to be here. Good stuff, mate. Um, lockdown, obviously, unprecedented times. Uh, you're a very, very busy man. Uh, for those who don't know, um, what have you been up to? Oh yeah, so lockdown's actually been a busier work time for me than um, pre-lockdown. Um, so um, I, I I founded a business uh, in 2018 with one of my good friends and uh, fellow teammates um, when I was playing in Scotland. Um, it's called Pure Sport CBD. Um, and the whole CBD, for people that don't know, um, is short for cannabidiol. It's a, it's a compound that's extracted from the cannabis plant. Um, and it is known um, for its healing powers, uh, natural healing powers. Um, I think cannabis has sort of been known throughout history for its, its natural healing powers. But the issue is cannabis... Uh, includes THC, which is another ca- compound which has um, psychoactive effects. THC is a bit that gets you high. So CBD is extracted without the THC and it's got the healing benefits without any psychoactive effect. But anyhow, long story short, um, I was on a lot of painkillers for my um, knee uh, when I was about 24. I got um, diagnosed with osteoarthritis. Um, it was from a meniscus injury. Um, that was just a pretty standard injury and, and the biomechanics of my knee, it never healed properly and it ended up the cartilage all rubbing away. A lot of pain, a lot of swelling. Um, I actually failed my first medical when I signed for Edinburgh because of the scan on my knee that they sent me for. Uh, I ended up having to get three other specialist opinions and they all were sort of like, well, he's, his knee's buggered. He's still functional though, so therefore he can still play. Um, but pretty much every specialist I've been to um, for my knee has told me, like genuinely has said to me, oh, by the time you're 40, you're going to need a knee replacement. Um, so that's how bugger my knee is. Anyway, with that, I was on painkillers, like literally every single day. Um, the effects of the painkillers on my health and well-being were like really detrimental. You know, I was having to take four times the dose after like six months to try to get the relief and stuff. And I just was really keen to find um, uh, a natural and healthy alternative to cut out painkillers. So I actually started researching and I saw that UFC and NFL guys in the States were talking about CBD. Um, I ended up finding a source in America that I bought from um, and used as just a customer. found it hugely, hugely helpful. I ended up getting my good friend on board. Um, he had just had a hip injury, that he had surgery that he was recovering from. He found it amazing. We, we were loving it. Then we kind of, right on further research, found out that CBD industry is not very really well regulated. And obviously, we're drug-tested athletes. And this was at the peak of my career, just debuted for Scotland. And the last thing I wanted was to fail a drug test um, and, you know, look like I'd been, I guess, like a stoner smoking weed and all of that because that's a smoking the green take CBD. And it's not tested properly and it's not... Um, you know, regulated, then there's chances it could have trace of THC. So anyway, we searched for a brand that we could trust 
um, couldn't find it. No one could provide the absolute certainty we were asking for. And then that's when the idea arose. It was like, well, if we can find a way to create a brand that's 100% trusted and is the absolute clarity, all the lab reports, all the accreditation to show that it's safe for athletes, um, there's an opportunity here because it's so helpful. I think we're a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of like other people in the UK aren't really, they weren't really onto it at that point yet. Um, and that's where the business idea started. So yeah, um, I said long story short, but it wasn't short. I sort of told the whole story there, but um, that's, that's been taking up a huge amount of my time. Um, the business is like growing pretty rapidly. Uh, we've got a team of seven people now. Um, it's spreading, you know, through different parts of the world. And um, yeah, so it's crash course for me in business because I, I wasn't a real business-minded guy. We just kind of fell into that idea and opportunity and um, lots and lots of learning. And yeah, that's 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 what I've been up to. Well, um, we were going to come back to it, but we'll, we'll go with the flow with the, the CBD stuff, mate. So you you co-founded it with, with your mate in Scotland. Um, do you head up everything? You know, you, you say it's been a, a pretty big learning curve. How have you yeah. surrounded yourself with the people to, to help you and, and how, that, how has that process been? Yeah, so that that's one of the biggest things I feel like um, as a rugby player and a sport, uh, a professional sports person, um, I think one of the biggest skills that I've learned is the art of collaboration and connecting with people who know how to do things so much better than me. It's like, Sammy, you and I wouldn't pack down on the front row of a scrum, you know, like we just know like that's not our job. Um, but it's helpful for us to have an understanding of the scrum, you know, because mm -hmm. if we want to play to the right and we want to get in the scene, you know, it's helpful for us to get the, the right-hand side of the scrum up or whatever. So it's helpful for us to understand the aspects of the overall game plan, but yeah. what I've learned is trying to do everything myself. It just does not work, and I don't have the strengths in the right areas. So, one thing I've learned through sport is connecting with people and allowing them to see your passion and drive, and and getting them on board and bringing the expertise has been massive. Like we've faced so many um, hurdles and challenges uh, in business. Um, so far and and without the people that we've managed to connect with and get on board to help us I don't know where, whether we would still be going you know if we just relied on our own um, ideas and knowledge uh, so yeah and, and I think with that in mind it also shows to me that if I can do it anyone can do it but I genuinely I'm not uh, I'm not like a um, real advanced business-minded guy, you know. I found something that I was really passionate about. I saw an opportunity um, and we're learning as we go. So I think as well, people kind of, um, it's like with you, Sammy, you know, you're like you, you and Mark, like starting this podcast and, uh, you know, with Archive Cotton, your your T-shirt company you're doing, Sam, with your brother, like, I think so many people have these cool ideas, but they're afraid to start because they don't know all the ins and outs of how it's going to go or what to do or how it's going to end up. But the biggest thing I've learned so far is that if you just start and are willing to learn as you go, like starting is the biggest thing. And then you have the ability to like learn as you, you go along. 
I suppose, mate, as, as sports people, we're incredibly lucky because there's so many transferable skills that we have that can can be transferred to any, any walks of life, I suppose. And that itself gives us a, a good platform and can provide so many opportunities for, for anything you want to do, really, doesn't it? You use the painkillers for your knee and then switching over to CBD. I've, I've got a mate who played uh, professional football for 10 years, a ridiculous injury list, hamstring tears, uh, three three massive hamstring tears, knee injuries, foot injuries. He took loads of painkillers, loads of ibuprofen, and ended up um, having chronic kidney disease. So can we just touch a little bit on, on like you say, it's a healthy alternative to taking painkillers. Obviously, it's not a cheap or free on the NHS alternative, but how much how much more worth it is it for somebody who's suffering in pain or suffering with something else to take CBD rather than taking painkillers. Yeah. Um, yeah, 100%. Man. Like, and, and I think Sammy's gotten to know me pretty well as we've played together. I, I feel as though I've always been a guy that questions things. Like, I, I've always had this thing about me that questions what the given path is, or almost like the status quo, because I want to understand why that's the status quo. Um, I, I genuinely feel the majority, and this is my personal opinion, the majority of like the Western medical perspectives are about coping. It's not about like resolving or fight or, or a solution. It's actually about like coping with the issues that you've got. Um, and I say majority, you know. Um, so for me, like I, I feel taking painkillers is just a band-aid to what's going on. Um, like the beautiful thing about CBD and, and, and supplementation and changing your diet and changing your lifestyle is that you are starting to find solutions to the issues. Um, you know, like, for example, my knee, yeah, mechanically my knee is not what it was before but the inflammation is nowhere near it's, it's almost disappeared you know i get there here and there but compared to what it was and it's because rather than masking the pain there, there are ways in which with supplementation such as cbd um you know diet anti-inflammatory diets um you you can you can go to the source of information and you can start to resolve it. Um, and then that's going to have a knock-on effect in terms of like your rehab and things like that. You're able to train more. Uh, you're able to strengthen up the muscles around it more without pain. So, yeah, I, I just I just love the whole CBD movement because to me what it is doing is because it's not given by the mainstream medical people, everyone's starting to hear about it. Everyone's starting to hear people's amazing benefits. Um, so now people are starting to research their health for themselves and say, okay, I don't necessarily have to follow what is the norm because maybe the norm is not what's right for me. You know? And I'm not sitting here, by the way, bagging like painkillers and stuff because I'm sure they have a place uh, that is suitable. But I just think the way that they're throwing out as a band-aid, that to me is not right. You know? Well, Liam, why isn't it stocked medically yet? Do you think that's something that could potentially be be possible for you as a company to potentially 
Um, you know, well, why, it's, why isn't it being used? I think it is starting to be used, isn't it? For, for certain... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I mean, I, I, I'm speaking generally and, yeah. and I don't want to get kind of like trade the wrong thing, but the masses of like mainstream medicine are not going down the line of um, medicinal cannabis right now. Um, and and that's that, that includes CBD and other um, cannabis because although THC is not in CBD or our CBD, um, and there are there are medical benefits with THC as well. So there are some um, people prescribed medicinal cannabis that includes mm-hmm. THC. There are some prescribed medicinal um, CBD products. So they are out there, but it's at a very small scale. Um, and, and to me, it is cool that there are some doctors. Like I had a lady call me up about CBD yesterday, and she was like, "Oh, my doctor recommended that I get you, that I buy your CBD. He didn't prescribe it to me, but he just said, oh, have you thought of trying CBD? This brand's really good.'" Um, and I was like, "Oh, that is so cool that your doctor is open enough to be like, okay, it's not on my prescription list, but have you considered it?" Um, so I, I'm not like trying to have a go at the at like, but I think to answer your question, Sam. I can't help but feel that because the medical world is run by the big corporations behind them. Yeah. And and maybe I'm gonna get myself in trouble here, who who knows who my <laughs> listeners or not, but like I I think like doc medical degrees are probably influenced by the corporates behind what drugs want to be sold because the doctors are educated in line with what's gonna fill the pockets of those uh, corporations. Certainly the case I, in America, I, I isn't it? America, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's... And it's freaky, man. Like, all you've got to do is jump on YouTube and like, and, and of course, you can't take everything for fact, but what you got to do is be open-minded. Like, you, not even you watch on YouTube or on Netflix or whatever is factual, you know, and, and if you believe that it is, you, you got to question yourself. But, also, what we believe from or, or what we hear from like these establishments are not fact either. So you've got to be wise to that. So do your own research and start to understand. But like, it's scary how many scientific researchers are paid for by corporations to these scientists, like massive money. You know, the, the like just one example is how Coke, Coca-Cola paid massive amounts of money to some well-respected scientists to say that sugar is not bad for you. It's like, hmm. how many other of these studies are going on? So, um, yeah, it's... What do you think? That, tobacco that to until me, the, answers one. Yeah, like tobacco till the, till the 50s was classed as healthy. And it was like doctors were saying to go on to that because of the big corporations, because of the money in it. But I think, I think you're definitely right there that education is key and educate yourself. You can hear anything on Facebook, on the internet, if, if you're going the right way, we're in a time at the minute where with obviously what's going on with the pandemic and uh, and also the Black Lives Matter movement, um, I think it's massive that people educate themselves around all those things there. You've got a lot of people on Facebook that are sharing these things of all lives matter, uh, white lives matter and black lives matter, but also having no education behind it. And it's something that I've particularly done through this through both in the virus, educate myself on that, and through the movement of educate myself through history. Because I think it's important to form your own opinion through facts rather than just listen to somebody else's opinion and go, there we go, 
it's it, that, that's yeah. that's what yeah. I believe now. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and I think you're right. It's like be open to different avenues of information, but then reflect on it and see in your experience what's true. Because I think we're not actually taught to use our own direct experience as a measure of things. Like, for example, like one thing I've always felt in sport is um, when you're diagnosed with an injury the doctor or the physio will say this is your time frame for this injury and and I've honestly always like questioned it I'm like yeah that's your study and that's what you like you believe but you don't know my body I know my body I know how I feel and there's genuinely been times where like a physio or doctor will say oh that's a 12-week injury after six weeks I'll be like I'm good and they, they don't like it. They're like, no, it's 12 weeks. And you're like, but you don't know my body. <laughs> you know your paperwork, you know? And that paperwork's not based upon me, you know? It's based upon an idea. So, and then, you, and then it gets down to playing your cards, right? You know, if, if you then play your cards and let the physios think that they got you there for that six weeks, then they're like, ah, oh, you know what I mean? But, but, you very, very um, people that really attach themselves to their identity, I feel have a harder time seeing other people's viewpoints because they're stuck in, they believe what all their identity is, who they are completely, and they're not as open to change. Um, so I, I, I feel the more we can even question our own beliefs, I think the best place for any of us to start to be more open to life, more understanding of people, start questioning our own beliefs. And then you'll start to see, holy shit, I've held on to like a belief about something for so long. And actually, now that I've questioned it, I, I think it's not true. You know, we inherit beliefs from our parents, from our culture, from the media. And innocently, our minds, when we're young, we just happen to be true. And then... I think the people who are the, the like the bigots of the world and the, the ones who are creating divide and judgment, they are the ones that have never questioned their own beliefs. We went through okay, a, I, I agree with what you're saying, Mark. We went through quite a, an amusing amusing uh, phase at Bedford, didn't we, Grace, when uh, Game Changers came out. And that was like what, yeah. you're, like what you're saying, you know, yeah. something that, that was as disruptive as that and some of the claims, you know, if, even if they're true or, or some people question them, I think it was important for people to understand it and how, if they tried it, how it affected their body because everyone's different, like you said, and it was like, important for you to have a look at and research it yourself. Mm. 100%. And, and like, I, I, I loved it. Yeah. Sorry, man. Um, no, I, I, I loved when Game Changers came out because... Yeah. I, I encourage it was funny man there was so many yeah. like opinions and like yeah. being chucked around and it was just yeah. and, and let's I, be and fair no, no pot, props right? are going to go to a vegan diet are they <laughs> none of your props <laughs> went to a vegan diet after that but what, what I loved the most about Game Changers was it was something that was completely flipping the script on what we had always believed which is and the way they, they portrayed it like you know, meat makes you strong. Uh, so when something flipped the script completely, 
it was interesting because there was different responses. There was some people were curious. Like there was a, there was there was a few spectrums, right? It was some people were completely like they believed straight away what what Game Changer was saying was fact. Mm. Then there was the middle, which was some people became curious about it and interested to understand more. And then the next part was there were some people that were just flat out like upset by that documentary. Like, why would that question what these facts are? Now, it's interesting because I, I, I've been exploring diet for like a few years, or probably about five years now. Um, I've trialed all different diets and I've just been interested and curious to find out what works best for my body. Um, and I don't sit here and preach to anyone what's good for you because I'm, I'm figuring out in my own experience what works for me. Um, but what I, the, I think the idiots are the ones who believe it as fact and the idiots are also the ones who were so disgruntled by it. And this is the reason why I feel that way. If you just watch something on Netflix and take it to be absolutely true, I think you're silly. Because they've got an agenda too. Mm. And they're going all one way on that show, Game Changer. They're going all vegan, 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 and they've got an agenda. But for something to come along and question the status quo, I think you should welcome it and see what it means in your beliefs. And so why I think the guys at the other end are idiots is because why it's the same uh, and i don't want to get too deep here but like it's the same view i have with religion if someone questions your religion you should welcome it because if you believe something to be so true you should welcome any challenge that comes to it because if something is a fact it can stand up to every challenge that's thrown at it so don't be upset that someone's challenging something that you believe is a fact welcome the challenges allow it like like science to me is they're investigating what is seen as a fact to find out whether it truly is a fact, right? They're, they're going through vigorous investigation. So if you believe like that meat makes you strong and all of that, then if game change comes along and challenges it, you should be like, okay, cool. I'm gonna allow this questioning to see if what I believe stands up to be still a fact at the end of the questioning. Um, but the ones that people who are insecure about their beliefs becoming blown apart, they hate challenges coming to them. If you're confident in your beliefs, you allow challenges. If you're actually insecure about your beliefs, you hate people questioning it. So that that's that was that's why I found it so so interesting. And now and our mate Ollie Curry, he was very upset about the questioning <laughs> of um, meat making him strong. Yeah, he was very vocal about it, wasn't it? <laughs> it was very but at the same time, good on him if he wants. If, if that's yeah, for what sure, he yeah. liked and true, I respect. I I like that. I think it's awesome. Mm. It's just funny that we can get so rattled about someone questioning something. Definitely. Um... Mate, just uh, we'll finish off on, on on the CBD stuff, mate. Where where do you see CBD going in the next three year, three years, five years? What's what's the vision for you? Um, yeah, like I said, like we're growing rapidly at the moment. Um, and I mean, there's massive, massive um opportunities in the CBD industry. 
it's still like an industry that's got a lot to evolving to go through in terms of like the regulations and stuff um but we're a brand that's kind of set ourselves up from day one to kind of set the benchmark in terms of um the lab testing and and the certification um we're we're one of the only companies in the world to be certified by bscg which is the olympic standard and batch testing for sports supplements um so we set ourselves up in a good way um yeah the potential is massive it's just like we need to make sure that we scale up appropriately um what i'm learning about businesses if you try to like scale up before you have the structures in place it can be like really really detrimental so um that's something that we're having to learn because obviously we see like we get approached all the time from different with different opportunities and like we want to jump at every single one but it's also about like letting it unfold um yeah i, I mean look the, the way i see it is there's potential for pure sport to be like you know a multi multi million pound company um that's worldwide or there's there could be like a, a lifestyle company that you know we work and get paid a good wage and um really enjoy doing it um it's going to be the multi multi million you know we're going to have to give up some equity we're going to have to allow input by you know people from outside of the circle we've got now so it's just something that we need to make up uh, make our mind up and worst case scenario is like the whole regulations could come in and just say you can't do CBD now so um i find that very very the possibility of that very 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 minimal um but with anything you know you've got to be realistic to what could take place um i think the best biggest thing for me is i'm very very grateful so far at this point where i'm at a point where i'm towards the end of my career um you know my if i do my last year at bedford um you know who knows what's going to happen with this coming season we've still got no news but i've got one more year on contract um whether i do do that or not like that's going to be my last season no matter what um because my capacity to continue playing rugby is pretty much worn out now with the amount of responsibilities through pure sport so i'm just very grateful to be how to have set something up and have great people around us to help us grow um to kind of have a career to transition into um which is something that i you know i've feared throughout my whole career like what am i going to do after rugby uh, and i think it's a fear that a lot of us share and um it's a very unique lifestyle and unique job and we're kind of like a bit nervous about how are we are we going to find something that we enjoy um so so most of all i'm very grateful to be able to move into something that provides me an opportunity to transition and something that i love doing and and last thing we um it's interesting the regulations and stuff obviously in the us being such a big sport and that's where you, you um first found cbd there especially in the nfl their regulations they nfl players do not get tested for cannabis anymore um uh, which is interesting so is the product worldwide or do you see you know the athletes over there having less regulations not maybe going for such a tested product like yours and potentially yeah. competition and things we we actually haven't targeted um 
America as like a market that we're really, really going for. The, the, and then, yeah. like you said, the reason being is, um, well, it's a, it's a very flooded market already with CBD. Um, mm. there's, there's already some very like well-established brands. Um, we established ourselves in the UK in 2018 when CBD was still like really new. There was no other brand providing um, CBD targeted at athletes, and um, so yeah, we haven't gone hard at America. We're in the um, process of negotiating distribution agreements in Australia, New Zealand, and Japan. Um, I think they're very untapped kind of markets for CBD, and and with our our rugby network and the, the kind of amazing players that we have mm. as ambassadors, the words already reached to those areas. So we get a lot of inquiries and a lot of interest. So yeah, it's it's just kind of being tactical and looking to get wins in the right places. Like you could go all out and it would cost the business like a whole lot of money to try and establish ourselves in America, but it, it's not. It, it's it, you might take a loss there. You know what I mean? And it's, um, yeah. So we're trying to focus our, our victories on where we feel we'll get them. Um, it's like me and you, Sammy, we're probably not going to get involved so much with the pick and goes, you know, but um, <laughs> we'll be slinging out mispasses and stuff like that. So <laughs> we're, we're leaving the pick and goes to the bloody, the, the, the whole bloody crowd in America and we're, we're looking out wide at, uh, in, in other areas. Absolutely. Yeah, me, me and Sam were talking before this about, about your business and everything and I think you're very right there I think we we're saying something similar that somebody's going to be made a millionaire out of this um in this country across Australia across New Zealand and you keep working at the product that you've got and if doctors are recommending people taking your product uh, it's certainly heading that in that right direction um so thank you for watching uh part one with Grayson um if you liked uh, this episode please make sure you like and give it a share um, you can find it on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. Cheers for listening. And, and guys, and make sure you give it a share because when dudes like Sam and Matt and Mark are, you know, put it, taking their time and providing uh, content for people, it goes a long, long way, doesn't it? You know, a little give bit a of share. sharing, and love, and a comment, and all of that. So, um, that's, one thing I'm, that's one thing I'm learning about um, businesses. Man, the support from your community and people around you like it goes such a long way man and i think people see the end product and they don't appreciate that your time your effort your energy your money has gone into it you know like it's it, it goes such a long way to to get some support and share the love from our friends and family and community so just wanted to second that for you guys sam and Cheers, mate. thank yeah, you very much Grayson, if they want to find your uh, your CBD online on all the socials, where can they have a look and find more information and educate themselves about it? Yeah, so um, in, in, in 2020, this day and age, Instagram's a, a big go-to for everyone. So um, at Pure Sports CBD, um, we've got a lot of cool content and um, you can see some of the information and, and some of the feedback from like our ambassadors. We've got guys like Jerome Kaino and Danny Cipriani and Reese Webb and, and some amazing guys there. So check check that out on Instagram. And then the website is www.puresportcbd.co.uk. So, um, yeah, thanks. Cheers, for, guys. Thank you very much.